Chapter forty of King Arthur and His Knights. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Joy Chan. Stories of King Arthur and His Knights by U. Waldo Cutler. Chapter forty. Of Arthur's last great battle in the West. Sir Lucan and Sir Bedivere were agreed with Sir Mordred that King Arthur and he should meet betwixt both their hosts, for to conclude the treaty they had made, and every each of them should bring fourteen persons. And they came with this word unto King Arthur. Then said he, I am glad that this is done. So Arthur made ready to go into the field, and when he would depart, he warned all his hosts that if they saw any sword drawn, they should come on fiercely, and slay that traitor Sir Mordred, for he in no wise trusted him. In like manner, Sir Mordred warned his host, If ye see any sword drawn, look that ye come on fiercely, and so slay all that ever before you stand, for in no wise will I trust for this treaty. I know well mine uncle will be avenged upon me. So they met as their appointment was, and they were agreed and accorded thoroughly, and wine was fetched and they drank. Right so came an adder out of a little heath-bush, and it stung a knight on the foot. When the knight felt himself stung, he looked down and saw the adder. Then he drew his sword to slay the adder, and thought of none other harm. But when the hosts on both parties saw the sword drawn, then they blew trumpets and horns and shouted grimly, and so both hosts dressed them together. King Arthur took his horse and said, Alas, this unhappy day! And so rode to his party, and Sir Mordred did likewise. And never was there seen a dolefuller battle in any Christian land, for there was but rushing and riding, foining and striking, and many a grim word was there spoken either to other, and there was given many a deadly stroke. Thus they fought all the long day, and never stinted, till the noble knights were laid to the cold ground. And ever they fought still, till it was near night, and by that time were there an hundred thousand laid dead upon the down. Then the king looked about him, and was ware, that of all his host and of all his good knights were left no more alive but two knights, that was Sir Lucan the butler, and his brother Sir Bedivere, and even they were full sore wounded. Yesu mercy, said the king, where are all my noble knights become? Alas, that ever I should see this doleful day! Now I am come to mine end, but would to God that I wist where is that traitor Sir Mordred that hath caused all this mischief. Then was King Arthur ware where Sir Mordred leaned upon his sword among a great heap of dead men. "'Now give me my spear,' said Arthur unto Sir Lucan, "'for yonder I have espied the traitor that all this woe hath wrought.' "'Sir, let him be,' said Sir Lucan. "'If ye pass this evil day, ye shall be right well revenged upon him. "'My lord, remember ye of your knight's dream, "'and what the spirit of Sir Gawain told you last night.' God of his great goodness hath preserved you hitherto. Therefore, for God's sake, my lord, leave off with this. For blessed be God, ye have won the field, for here we be three alive, and with Sir Mordred is none. If ye leave off now, this wicked day of destiny is past. Tide me death, betide me life, saith the king. Now I see him yonder alone, he shall never escape mine hands, for at a better avail shall I never have him. Then he gat his spear in both his hands, and ran towards Sir Mordred, crying, Traitor, now is thy death-day come. 
when Sir Mordred heard Sir Arthur, he ran unto him with his sword drawn in his hand, and then King Arthur smote him under the shield with a foin of his spear throughout the body. When Sir Mordred felt that he had his death's wound, he thrust himself, with the might that he had, up to the burr of King Arthur's spear, and right so he smote his uncle Arthur with his sword holden in both his hands, on the side of the head, so that the sword pierced the helmet and the brain-pan, and therewithal Sir Mordred fell stark dead to the earth. And the noble Arthur fell in a swoon to the earth, and there he swooned oft times, and Sir Lucan and Sir Bedivere oft times heaved him up, and so weakly they led him betwixt them both to a little chapel not far from the seaside. End of chapter 40